listening to episode 82 of Power Pearls Podcast, intuitive, purpose-driven yarn crafting to empower your knits and pearls. If you absolutely love this show and you want to help it to be sustainable for the long haul, then you can do your part and sponsor Power Pearls Podcast. With your influence and help, we can take this exciting ride together. To learn more how to become a sponsor, visit patreon.com forward slash Warner. Hey, before we dive in, I just want to share a little bit about how this episode is a little bit different than what you normally hear on Power Pearls podcast. So this is kind of like an, uh, treated just like a typical coaching session that I have with them. And what we will do in the episode is we're going to work through a struggle and focus on an outcome and then a plan of action. This will also give you a good taste of what it's like to work with a one-on-one coach. So today I'm chatting with Cynthia Younger, who is at the beginning phases of her creative purpose-driven business. Uh, And after a car accident and a series of anxiety attacks, Cynthia felt compelled to teach women how to use yarn crafts to reclaim their health. And today we tackle some of her struggles and then focus on solutions to help her create measurable and sustainable outcomes. So hope you enjoy. And if you wish to learn more about a coaching program, you can actually sign up for a free 15-minute discovery session. And you can visit karagawarner.com forward slash strategy session. And then we can chat to see if a program's a good fit. Okay, enjoy the episode. All right, Cynthia, thank you so much for joining me. This is awesome. And we're doing an on-air coaching call together. So um, thanks for joining Power Pearls podcast today to do this. Yeah, no problem. I'm really excited for this. I listen to it all the time. So it's cool to be on the other side now and actually participating in it. Yeah. So, um, and we we uh, have been working together um, for a while. I think we went through about six months of, of coaching together. And, you know, I think we've covered a lot of ground and uh, Mm -hmm. you've really made some progress and you're moving on to some, doing some other, you know, really amazing things. And so today um, we're going to work on a few of your goals. We're going to work, we're going to do this. I think what you're going through right now in the beginning, because you're just starting your business, um, Mm -hmm. you're at the beginning phases. And I think this is going to be really great for a lot of the listeners of of the podcast because they're, you know, experiencing something similar. Mm -hmm. So um, I ask you to, I ask you in advance to to come up with a few goals, which we'll dive into because I want you to leave today with something really measurable. Um, And so, uh, you know, to start something that's measurable and, um, but before we get into those, can you just kind of chat a little bit about where you are in your business journey? And then we'll just take it from there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you did mention we did some coaching together and um, that was kind of at a great and also really stressful point in my life. I was in a car accident in January of last year and, um, you know, kind of was just dealing with a lot of residual pain and and trying to figure out how to deal with some of that. And so uh, it was kind of up and down, up and down. And I was really unhappy with my job and, um, you know, just really like found that the thing that was constantly, I was going back to was 
my yarn crafting, my knitting and my crocheting and just making things again, something I hadn't really had an opportunity to do because I had been hurt. Um, so there were some struggles and some different things that were going on there, but uh, you know, I really just started to, wow, I want it. I wish I could do this all the time. And it was, you know, what do I even, where do I even begin? And so it was really great when you reached out and talked about coaching and I was like, man, this would be awesome if I could learn from somebody who's doing the do that, you know, that I want to be part of. And, uh, you know, you really helped me start thinking about where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And at the beginning, I was like, I'm just going to do something local. I'm going to meet some gals, you know, here in the area and we're going to have some knitting parties and life is going to be great. And that didn't happen. Um, there was some things that happened for others. There were things that happened for me. Um, my dad got really sick for a while and I was sick for a while. So it was just kind of chaos and crazy. And I started to rethink like, gosh, I don't want to have to rely on a few people here and there. And so now, you know, I really started to look into moving into what can I do that lets me have the life that I want to live and gives me the opportunity to do the things I love still. And really started looking into how can I do something online that would give me the flexibility that I need, that would help me to have the hours that I want, lets me not have to worry about, do I have the vacation time? So that's where I'm in the stage now. Um, I left my full-time job in January to help take care of my father. Um, and so I've had the last few months to really kind of do some soul searching and some journaling and some researching. And, you know, that's, that's the part that I, I'm a really big thinker. And that sometimes is also the danger for me. Um, but I really feel like I found some great comfort and groups and guidance from, you know, just talking to people about my ideas and kind of pitching it in different Facebook groups and getting a feel for I was on the right track. And so um, over the last month or so, I really just kind of dug in hard, um, listening to some classes and, and participating in Facebook groups and talking to others and um, said, you know what, I'm not going to hold on anymore. I'm not going to stay stagnant. I'm going to just do this. And so I created a website. I got my blog, my first blog post written. I started making some opt-in freebies and, and different things like that just to get feelers out there and to start talking to people and being able to say, here's what I'm all about. And, and that really was like when it finally came to me, I, I want to help women who like me, um, you know, struggle with anxiety and depression and, you know, um, panic attacks, something I had never experienced until last year, but, um, or at least I didn't know that then, you know, I, I think I've experienced it throughout life, but just didn't know that's what it was. <clears throat> and I want to help them see the benefits of yarn crafting. And I think sometimes the, the stigma is that, you know, it's all a bunch of old ladies who are sitting around and people are always shocked. I'm not, you know, I'm not an old person and I love to knit and look at these things that I made from crocheting. And they're always like, holy crap, can you teach me that? I'd love to do that. And then when I talk about why I picked that up and it's not just because of, I mean, part of it is I wanted to get back to my roots. My grandmother crafted, my mom was a crafter for the longest. Um, but my grandmother since has passed and my mom has been able to do a lot of it while she's taking care of my dad. And, I wanted that connection, but at the same time, like it helped me really stop overeating because you can't eat a ton while you have stuff in your hands. And, um, <laughs> you know, and so I lost, a, I've lost 150 pounds and wow. 
Um, you know, I just think like those things are things that I wish people would talk about and I wish mm-hmm. people would see those benefits because yeah, I, I don't know an unhappy knitter, you know, like no. I know, I know so many happy people. And so I want to help get that out there to those, to those gals that just feel like I want something. I don't want just medication and not to say the medication isn't helpful. Um, but there are other mm-hmm. things to pair with that. And this is something that, you know, I want to help all of them start to see as well. And so mm-hmm. that's my journey now is to teach women with anxiety how yarn crafts can improve their health mentally and physically, because there are great values and benefits for both. Well, great. So, so, okay. So you've been talking to people along the way about Mm -hmm. your idea, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that's where, you know, we've kind of come together and where you still are trying to figure out how do you, how do you take this passion and then pull in, Mm -hmm. you know, from a very practical standpoint, your skills, your talents, right. Right. Um, And then, create a product, whether right. it's not, a, maybe it's a service, whatever. Okay. Right. Um, but when you were talking to people, cause that's kind of where it starts, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. talking to people, um, you know, f- looking at other business models, people that are doing similar things to what it is right. that you want to do. This is a really important thing to do a great exercise. Um, but since you have been doing this, you know, uh, studying this area, trying to develop this business mm-hmm. over the past year, what are the things that these people have been asking for? So that's the first yeah. thing is what, what, you know, so I want to ask you now, now that you've been doing this, what, what are the answers? What are they telling you that they want? And what is your response in, in terms of what it is that you could offer mm-hmm. uh, as a, you know, as a business service? Right. So, you know, one of the things that I've really heard time and again is, I am a, you know, a 30 something year old gal or I'm a 40 something year old gal. And I just, I tried to do that so long ago and I just can't, I don't know how I, my hands can't do that. Um, I wish I could learn how to do it. Like you've done it. And I'm, Hey, let me show you a couple of things, you know? So I I think that many of them have come back to me and said, teach me how and that instantly and I noticed that as well in some of the groups that I participated in like classes run really well for people in in crafting they want to know how to do it they want to see you do it and they want to be able to pause it and go step by step and go back over it and see if they're doing it right so um, that's one big thing but I think the other big piece is they want to know what will this do for my anxiety and and how will this really help me? And so while I'm talking about things like the repetition of stitches and just getting into that rhythm of doing the stitch over and over again, your brain is so focused on that that it can't be overthinking about the things that are stressing you out. It, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it increases your ability to focus, but it also makes you really confident when you make something and you can give it to somebody and say, look what I made and they can't do it. And then they look at you like, wow. And that's what a lot of gals also have said to me is I want to find a way to be more confident. I want to find a way to feel like I matter. And I think this is a common problem for Mm -hmm. gals with anxiety and depression is that we sometimes feel like um, we don't have a place or a purpose. We compare ourselves so much with the people around us. And that was something I had to get away from. I mean, a lot of the people that I admire, you, for example, um, Frenchie Denoy, who does Aroha Knits, like, I love you guys, but I'm not your level yet. And, And that was really hard to compare myself and say, 
I'm not, I shouldn't expect myself to have six figure months. I shouldn't expect to sell 30,000 things. Like I'm just getting started and I need to stop that comparison piece. I need to learn where I'm at now and move myself slowly and taking that time. And it's okay to be slow with it. And I think sometimes people get into that. I have to knit really quickly. I have to make this deadline. And so teaching women about it's okay to go slow. You don't have to rush through a project. If you want to take a month to make a hat, take a month to make a hat because it's about your care, your care and your health that you're doing this and you're making it because you just want to have time for you. And so whether that's five minutes of sitting down and being able to do it because you just need to breathe or whether that's you're spending two or three hours because you're stressed out and it was a bad day at work, you can do that. And, and I will help you get through those steps. Mm-hmm. And so that's a piece that I think a lot of people have shared. Wow. That's really great. I really want that. And that's where my goal then is to work on creating a course that will help them through those pieces. Okay. So back to what you said just a few mm-hmm. moments ago about you, you know, feel like you're comparing, playing the comparison game, or you feel yeah. like you're not quite at this level. And I'm, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the past to you, but it's, and I think we, we did it discuss this, but you know, you only have to be a couple of steps ahead exactly. of the people that you are teaching exactly. because you're that close to them and you mm-hmm. understand their experience so well, mm-hmm. right? But the bottom line is, if you're a good teacher, even if you, like I said, you're a couple of steps ahead, mm-hmm. then that's, the, that's what makes you... Um, you know, really capable of doing this and bringing this to people. Because if you're a great teacher and you can articulate exactly what the lessons are, mm-hmm. then you're going to affect people. And here's something. So, you know, I know that uh, it's, especially when it comes to online marketing, our businesses online, because I know that you've been trying to come up with that structure, mm-hmm. the website, yeah. you've been working all really, really, you know, just so hard on that. Yeah. And, you know, I think, the very basic thing. So you're talking to people, and I'm I'm wondering if you're talking to people, um, you know, one on like face to face because you know that you can be already doing this and mm-hmm. testing the waters, and this is such a great place to do it, Cynthia. Is to yeah. say, I'm going to call my LYS or you know whatever in a 30 mile radius and start saying, you know, I have a great uh, how to knit course or. Um, not a novice knitting course, how to de-stress with knitting or how to calm your, how to, um, you know, ease your anxiety with, with yarn crafts or with knitting, um, knitting a scarf or whatever. I'm just right. No, yeah, no, that's it. So like I said, uh, actually in the pre-chat, so it's like your, yeah, it's at the end of the day, the, the product, the class is generic, but it's like, what is it? What is the atmosphere that you're creating? What is the unique selling proposition that you have Mm -hmm. that is, um, behind that, that um, that class that when you're teaching it, you're going to bring up these points about the benefits of how this is going to help you to ease your anxiety. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, telling your story, girlfriend, you know, yeah, what you went through, and then that's something that you can have a conversation about, and then you get into learning how to knit or mm-hmm. learning a technique, whatever. Maybe it's um mitered knitting to help ease anxiety. I mean, I don't right. know, but I mean, it can be that. I mean, no, it's totally, like, it's totally so that. And, and that's the piece I've really wanted to get into is really trying to help people understand that. Like you want to make a blanket for a homeless person. <laughs> Let me show you how doing that not only will make you feel great because you're helping somebody, but you're great because you're taking time for you. And I think that's the piece that 
you know, all of us want at some point to feel like we are appreciated for what we've made. Um, but I think that was the, that was the key that I had to start with. I had to start with stopping the comparison Mm -hmm. of myself to others. And I really had to remember, I'm not trying to create name brand knitters and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to teach people how to become, um, designers. I just want to help people Mm -hmm. learn how it can make them better and, and help them feel better and improve their health. And, um, and use my teaching background. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I've right. taught for well, that's right. 10 years. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I think that's huge. You know, I just, I, I think that maybe you just have to kind of back up a little bit and say, okay, mm-hmm. let's just, we're going to still do the, the, the website stuff, all this online stuff that you're still, that's a whole other learning curve. And just mm-hmm. to say, to make it so simple and actionable, uh, to set up, uh, figure out how to set up a class at your local uh, at your local yarn shop, or even at Joanne or Michael's. I mean, Joanne yeah. probably is a better choice as far as they, they have a whole program centered around yarn crafts. I mean, that, right, um, it's that simple. It's like, hey, I'm an instructor. I focus on anxiety uh, or, you know, just like you can be more, you can be specific like that. You know, mm-hmm. but this is something that I know a lot of people would love to, you know, um, come to a class like this and I offer it and you can have even like a PDF or a brochure that you make a one pager thing that you can, you know, email somebody you talk to, or you walk into the store and you give it to someone because they do this at the store level, right? Mm-hmm. You can just give them your, your handout or, or your, and your card or whatever it is. And, you know, you just make a point of like deciding that you're going to talk, you're going to teach on a little circuit face-to-face, because mm-hmm. this is going to give you so much information, Cynthia, like about what the kinds, what kinds of things people are asking for when you teach them, what comes up that might make you think, okay, maybe I need to tweak uh, my uh, approach to this or that. And then guess what? You're going to have all this, this amazing content and all, this, all these ideas for then taking it to the online platform. Because I think that's the key is to get this, what it is that you do, get that at the local level since, you know, getting in, getting in front of these people is a lot easier face-to-face than it is mm-hmm. online with the videos, all that stuff. And that is the next phase. That is your phase. That's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking in terms of getting yourself out there um, and getting away, you know, out from behind the bushes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and just doing one thing, like pick mm-hmm. it, maybe it's not Joanne, but it's your local, sh- you know, you want to do it in a, a more high end location. Um, and that's, I think, I feel like that's it because then in the future, it can also be, uh, you know, once you have that, um, you know, you, you create your, um, your reputation or people get to know you and, and, and know you as a teacher, you could be teaching these things at stitches at, mm-hmm. you know, local, uh, at craft shows, you know? Um, so that's kind of, you know, you start at square one and you can kind of build from there. So anyway, I hope that was no, great. Yeah, that was helpful as far yeah. as how to just kind of start that process. Mm-hmm. I know this went, um, I asked you ahead of time to come up with some, you know, goals. So, um, so, do you want to just kind of talk about what is it? Um, that was kind of one actionable thing that mm-hmm. you can walk away with today, I think. Mm-hmm. But what else is it that is right right now? Um, a couple of other things that you're really burning to the burning question, right? Like, what is it that I can help you with yeah. um, today that you really, really would like some insights on? Well, you know, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest here and say that the biggest thing um, that outside of creating, you know, a course and and really getting in front of people and getting engaged with them is 
that I am trying to build an online presence. I am trying to create a realm that shows people um, what I'm all about and what I have to offer. And so I'm for the first time starting a blog (laughs) and I love to write. So it just feels like that's a really great natural Mm -hmm. thing for me to put in um, to my world. It's really easy for me and I I enjoy it a lot. So now it's about, I have no idea really how to even begin organizing a blog. Um, I don't, I, you know, I think many people think blog at first and they go, oh, it's just like a journal of your life, but that doesn't sell people on you and it doesn't convince mm-hmm. people about what you're all about. And so I, I understand that piece of it, but I want to make sure that I'm putting out content in some kind of meaningful way and it's not just a hodgepodge of, oh, and look, here's a sparkly blanket and oh, wait, um, you want me to tell you about this? <laughs> So I'm trying to understand that. And people just drop this phrase, content calendar, um, which is a great phrase. But um, what does that really mean when you're talking about putting together a blog? And Mm -hmm. I've set a big goal for myself of I want to try to have 60 pieces of content. And I know that's a pretty big number for people are like, what? Um, That is by by the end of May. And still a lot. That's it is a lot. It is a lot. And, and I have a great um, kind of list going and mm-hmm. um, some research already done. And I think that's why the number was so big for me is I have all this stuff I've been stockpiling and, and organizing. So it, even if I don't reach that component of 60, where to even begin plotting out 60 days worth of content and, and not that it not necessarily all has to be done, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand that piece. That piece of my okay. brain hasn't really wrapped itself around. Well, let's start with that then. Yeah. So 60 is, and I get that you, you know, so you said you get that's a big number, but that breaks down to 20 blog posts or pieces of content per month, which is mm-hmm. really a lot. So more does not necessarily equal better. And that's the thing that we're learning more and more now, especially because there's a lot of noise out there, Cynthia, a lot mm-hmm. of people that are saying, Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. And we're seeing this, especially right now on Facebook, Facebook has changed their algorithms. So they only want to really promote pages that are encouraging and fostering in conversations and engagement for really good content. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention to what you, you know, is kind of relevant and wanted out there. So yes, I'll get to the editorial or the con, you know, the content calendar in a second, but you know, planning ahead is good, but Mm -hmm. if there's something that's more timely or there's something that, you know, you're hearing your, your community, your customers saying they want it's then sometimes you have to kind of, you know, kind of, um, pivot mm-hmm. and then kind of restructure and say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on this because this is a, a timely topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but to put that kind of pressure on yourself to say, I'm going to do 20 pieces a month. I mean, let's just put it this way. If you had one um, stellar and they call this um, um, a legacy blog post or a, um, I think it's called legacy, um, but it is, um, it'll probably come to me. It's it's sort of like this. The concept of is, is that you have this, you have these posts that you create that you can use in several different ways. That you can promote your, you know, your content, refer people back and forth to this piece of content that you create. So it's got to be so good, like drop dead good. And also creating, let's say, one blog post a week, if it's 
like that kind of a oh pillar, a pillar post, a pillar post. That's a, that's what it, Amy Porterfield talks about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if you have one amazing blog post that really you know is just so authentic, it's so real, it's so you know uh, coming from a place that really is meaningful. That's one a week. So that's how many for that's maybe four to six blog posts a month. And you are saying 20. That's really way too much. Unless you really like, are you already writing in a blog? Um, I've started some, I mean, I've posted one, but I, I, that's all I've posted so far just to kind of get the, okay. Am I I doing that right? Kind of thing. Well, (laughs) so here's what I'm going to say about that. And you may not like to hear this. (laughs) If you're not already writing on a consistent basis, then how are, how is it that you're going to do 20 blog posts a month? Meaning you should love to just get in there right now and start blogging and talking about the things that are exciting you. Even if it's about the color of yarn that you found, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, I don't have a product. I don't have anything to say, but talking about your experiences, what you went through when you experienced these anxiety attacks or, you know, when you had your car accident, like talk about what really happened to you. And just, even if you don't think anyone's paying attention, you, you know, starting from doing it for yourself is where mm-hmm. you have to really be thinking about blogging. Because if it's something that you're not already doing, Cynthia, then you're going to be really hard pressed to continue to do it when you start promoting a business and it may not sound like it's coming from an authentic place and people can tell. Mm-hmm. So you have to, and you know what? I don't blog. Sometimes I do, but I don't really blog. I get on video and I podcast mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where I feel really excited and empowered. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. I think you can tell, right? Right. But blogging, if sometimes I'll be like, oh, that would be so great and I'll do it. And you know what? I could use the blog post for something, but I've recognized that my content medium of choice is either live video mm-hmm. or podcasting because I love to talk. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm just I'm just mentioning that 